Hey guys, what's going on? This is The Process, Colin Cummings here, as always. This is interview number seven. Now, this interview was with Dems Carter, and uh, you can look him up on Instagram. It's Dems with a Z uh, underscore Carter. And he's a really, I. this is how I met him. I was at an influencer conference ran by uh, my man, Therian, Theory, Theory, Tahiri, um, Lindor, really, really great guy, and I, I saw this guy, like Charlemagne the God was there, um, Casey Neistat was there, and when Charlemagne came, I saw this guy with a microphone, and he was trying to get an interview, like he already had the interview locked, and I was like, huh, I'm like, how did he do that, because like at the time, I'm interviewing people, and I'm like, How's he how's he getting that done? So I, I started talking to him and uh, I figured out that that's just what he does. And later on, I hit him up when I had the courage to ask him for an interview. And uh, yeah, he interviewed Charlemagne. He's interviewed Meek Mills, I believe. He's interviewed a lot of big names. And it's just interesting the way he goes about it and the way he actually gets like maneuvers and gets access to these people. So when I first got the interview with him, I was really nervous. I was like, man, this guy knows his stuff. So I was like, you know what? Interview seven, I should probably step it up. I'm going to write down some questions. So I went to my Evernote, and uh, I wrote a bunch of questions down. And I had them, and I was like, okay. And then I went over to his studio, because he had a studio space ready. And um, we went. I went over there. And I set everything up and I sat down next to him and I was like, all right, we're good to go. And then he's like, what are you doing with that phone? And I was like, um, I just had some questions here. He's like, nah, nah, never do that. Never do that. And I'm like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> I had like none of them memorized. And he's just like, never do that. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, this guy's an interviewer. He's interviewed more people than me. He... I'm going to I'm going to treat him like he knows something that I don't which he does and did. So I put away the phone and I just went at it. And it was a really it was a really cool validation cuz I I don't usually like to prepare questions for people. Um and then all of a sudden he was like never do that. You know? And it it felt like I was really really novice but he gave me such a validation in not preparing questions like that and not coming with your phone and everything. <sighs> but all in all, it was a great interview and uh, really thankful that I got it with him. And I hope he does another one with me. I'm not sure what he's up to, but um, yeah, I would love to do another interview with him. Again, I was really nervous. Uh, I did the best I could. I thought I was going to... It gives it a whole new vibe. When you walk into an interview and you're not, you don't have any questions prepared, you're just like, whatever, let's just flow. But when you have questions prepared and then someone takes them away from you, you're like, hold up a second. Shit. Wait. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, this is interview number seven with Dems Carter on the process. Peace. Or enjoy. I say peace on the outros. I've been doing intros and outros all day, guys. Okay, you gotta give me a little slack here. <sighs> Enjoy the interview. Mm -hmm.
Let's do it. So you're good? All right. Man. Are you going to ask me questions off your phone? Yeah. No? Oh, you can, but I'm saying. Don't do it? Yeah, just I'll I'll don't I'll not do it if you want. Did, I I can remember, go on the fly. Did you remember? Did you remember the question? I have a lot of them. And I already know what I want to ask so, you. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I was just I was just very excited because it was you. Because like I, when I met you, I was like, yo, like yeah, I would so love to if, interview if that. If there's no day. phone, it's natural. But if you want to do it, cool. True. The you whole know? like Drake thing, right? Drake freestyle. Yeah. Thing. Just <laughs> people read out. It, so hey, man, like you know, you want the people to be like, yo, this guy's a natural. Like, true. You know? True. But if I mean, if you want to like put it, if you want, you don't want to miss things. If you want to make sure you include it, so you could like put it here and just like constantly check. But true. Me, I, I never ever like using a phone or paper. Like I never want to read off something. Nothing. Eh? Yeah. You just you know you want to be natural. So. That's exactly what I like to do. Right. But then I felt like I'm like yo, if I'm interviewing an interviewer, like yeah. he might like call me out and be like, yo, I can tell you're not prepared properly. No. <laughs> like we're just talking right now. Yeah, you yeah. have to have a really good memory, and yeah, you do. Yeah. True, true. So from now on, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna memorize them. Why? Were you usually just checking off your phone? No, no, I usually don't oh, go in with anything yeah. like that. Okay, cool. Man. It's just this. This one got me a little. I was a little, <laughs> no, <laughs> a little nervous for this one. Why? I'm a nobody now. What the hell? Shit, <laughs> Not a nobody, but um, I, I guess let's start with uh, who are you, right? And uh, what do you consider yourself? Like, what do you consider your occupation, really? That's a good question, you know. Um, yeah, man, I'm just doing me, to be honest, you know. I'm just, you know, figuring out what I want to do, and, you know, I'm just trying to be the best possible person I could be. True. To be honest. So, yeah, just a little bit about me and, I guess, how we met and just a quick backstory of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, when I was in, like, grade 12, like, of high school, I did a co-op at a like Rogers Television. It was like a local TV show. Okay. And uh, you know, I guess one thing about me is I've always been like superly ambitious, and I'm like a hustler. Like I'll go get anything I need. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. If you tell me like, hey man, there's like a hundred dollars stuck under there, but I don't know if you can get that a hundred dollars. Like <laughs> I will like find a way to get it. Like I, if I have to cut the board, I will. Like I'll just make it happen. True. So um, I did a co-op. Yeah. And uh, it was cool. The woman was cool. You know, we was, she was a really nice lady and. She let me interview like the rappers and the art girls, and then when the co-op ended, I, I said I wanted to do this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I just started working another show on Rogers, and I would just do some volunteer stuff. There you go. Oh you my good. bad, see man. Don't worry, don't worry. You're more pro than me now. <laughs> and then um, yeah, so I just kept grinding. And if you keep it like this, it'll be even better. Like this? Yeah, I gotta get better one. I gotta get ones that are like this, but like the mic, the actual thing is right there. Oh, right here. Yeah, yeah. So if you have the audio techna, right, right here, right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. Uh, it just feels awkward holding like that. Right. Uh, so, so I did the Rogers thing, and then I'm like, hey, let me just do my own thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Like, I would hustle, man. Like, th- the way I would get interviews, like, you know, sometimes I would say I'm doing the interview for other outlets and just flip it for myself. <laughs> like, you know, that that's just the, hey, that's just the grind, man. Like, sometimes you just gotta do things at all costs, and that's yeah. the advice I always give people. Like, people don't know sometimes. Like, a lot of times people just quit. Yeah. Before they do something, because they're like, there's no rules in life, man. Yeah. At the end of the day, once you get it, nobody knows how you got it. So That's let's true. say if you interviewed, I don't know, Drake or anybody, hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Once you put that video on YouTube, the people watching it don't know what went on behind the scenes, how you got it. Yeah. They don't know that. It's you true. Know? Like I could be here for days telling you stories I've had with celebrities, and like, yeah. it's 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 really interesting, man. You know, and yeah. I, haven't been, I haven't been able to speak about them because like. I'm usually interviewing people and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm on the YouTube space like but yeah man it's like there's even been one time I'll never forget a, a promoter had brought Snoop Dogg to Toronto true 
you know, this is probably you could probably chop this up, put it on your Instagram. It's a really good story. You might get a lot of hits on this. Oh one. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so a promoter brought Snoop Dogg to Toronto. Just make sure it's like that. Yeah, he, he really wants this one. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like so um, a, a promoter brought Snoop Dogg to Toronto maybe five, six years ago. Okay. And uh, I was under the assumption that his team knew we were going to do the interview. Yeah. So I was in the hotel lobby. This was, I think, at the Hyatt maybe like six mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. And I waited there for four hours. Four. And uh, I seen his manager just because I knew him from online. And I said, hey, he went into a meeting. So I waited till he was done. And I said, hey, I have an interview with Snoop Dogg. He's like, nobody told me about this. Okay. So the whole time, like, this promoter said she spoke to him about it. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because the people in the lobby of the hotel, like, working, yeah. they're like, okay, hold on. We'll get you upstairs to his room. Just wait. Just wait. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I wait there for four hours. Then the hotel lobby woman tells me, oh, Snoop Dogg's gone. I'm like, gone? Where? Like, he just went to the club. I'm like, but I had an interview set up. I'm like, yeah, he just left. <laughs> oh, I'm man. like, all right. So that just gave me a heads up about, like, this is just going to be, like, what I signed up for. Like, yeah. there was a time I interviewed Rich Homie Quan. Like the interview was set up at two o'clock, and mm-hmm. I remember him like leaving downstairs and like going out and like disappear. I'm like, like he just left, and I was like, what? Like, don't we have an interview? Like, nah, he's gonna go eat. He's gonna go shop. He'll be back. Wow. Came back at like five o'clock. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> eat and shop. <laughs> <You know>? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's like for every interview, there's always been a story. Like, I still remember the time I interviewed Meek Mill, and the promoter was a really cool guy, and he's like, you know, you're gonna interview Meek. I said, cool, let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. And he literally called me like, hey, they had some issues coming through plane, so they're gonna take a bus. Keep going. And I'm just gonna turn up your audio. Go ahead. Yeah, cool. And then he told me he's like, hey man, uh, so the interview's canceled, but you can still come to the show. I'm like, oh man, like I want to interview him so bad. And I tell you, man, this is one thing I learned: always be prepared. Because when they told me my interview was canceled, I left my shit at home. Yeah. Like I didn't bring nothing. I forgot all my notes. And I literally just had a mic and my buddy had a camera. And then my my guy guest was like, hey, Meek said he'll do it. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I forgot everything, man. Wow. And I went to the interview and I, and I just made it happen. Till, till this day, I regret it because that was probably one of my worst interviews ever. Really? Like I just blanked out. Like, And I'm, on, I'm never nervous or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like, I was so underprepared. Yeah. And after that, like, I'm just like, yo, I don't want to ever like be underprepared again. Man. And um, yeah, so that was good, man. Like, you can even go through the list of interviews. A lot of them. There's just a story behind every interview. It's, it's phenomenal. Of course. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts, man. Meek Mill story. The yeah. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I guess it's just like that. They just, they got stuff to do and they just yeah. go Yeah. A lot of the times it. I've been lucky, man. Like, even Young Jeezy, when I had an interview with him, too. Uh, same thing. The per- so, a big difference, too, in the game I wanted to explain to you was before, yeah. you would have, like, promoters or, like, companies bringing down artists. So, let's say if you had a show in Toronto. Yeah. Like, let's say, like... Collins media companies yeah. bringing down two chains, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you would set up the interviews for him, X, Y, and Z. Now, oh. like Live Nation is doing that stuff. Like people don't have time to set up interviews for you, huh. or people don't care to do an interview with you because they can just go on Instagram, get their message out. True. So the game just changed. Like unless you're like a Charlemagne or those guys at that level, yeah. The guys at the lower level, like there's no access to the top level. Like mm-hmm. before, I could say, hey, I'm an interview. It's going to be on television. People don't care about TV no more. Yeah, exactly. So like the whole pitch of like. <laughs> I'll get this up on Rogers. Like, nobody cares for that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's like, true. that's dead. Like, that's not even the equation no more. Mm. Um, but yeah, even Jeezy wasn't supposed to happen, but last minute, the, like, the lady made it happen. Yeah. Uh, Little Dicky was a cool one. Like, really nice guy. I'd probably say, um, I've interviewed a lot of people, man. Like, Charlemagne <laughs> was really cool. Charlemagne was a good one. That's where we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, same thing. Like, it was funny. So I was supposed to interview him during TIFF. Okay. And I, I met him at I went to the hotel Where he was doing other interviews I said we'll do it okay. here 
and the hotel kicked me out. Like they wouldn't let me do interviews in the hotel unless I had a room booked because it was TIFF. Oh. And I'm like, hey, can I just do an account somewhere? Like, no, you don't have a room booked. You can't do it. Wow. And Charlamagne's like, hey man, when I come back to Toronto next time, like I'll set it up. You have my people's contact. Just hit them up. And I came and he remembered and he and he like did it for me that day where we met. Wow. And uh, yeah, man, like. He remembered, eh? Yeah. So one thing I like, I don't know if you remember me, but you remember the moment. Mm -hmm. But one thing I like about him is like, you know, a lot of people are like, once you get to a certain metal level of fame or make money, like it's all about, you know, people just want to stay in power. So rich people help rich people. Yeah. But with exactly. him, I feel like, I think he has something inside him for the little guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's that soft spot he has for the little guy that I think he really genuinely does not care about the upper people. I like, think so. Of course, he's telling with Connie, like those are things like you're going to do just to, it's just a business. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think he resonated with like, you know, this guy's trying to grind like X, Y, and Z. And his team is like fantastic too. Like they're always like on the ball with things like that. Yeah, the girl he was with was really like Paige. Yeah, on she's it. cool. Yeah, and his security. team awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. yeah. I think he does because like when he walked by me, like he walked by everybody. He got to where he was doing the podcast, mm -hmm. turned back, mm -hmm. and came and shook my hand. Did you say something? To him? He was just like, "Hey, man, how you doing? Sorry, I missed you." That was it. I was like, "What, what do you mean? Like he just walked by you? Like you he just walked by me? We didn't shake hands. Like everybody was saying what's up to him, and then he went, came back." Shook my hand Said Sorry I missed you Shit that's a moment Like he doesn't know me Or anything I was wow. just like wow That's a moment <laughs> yeah, man, that, that's, how, see, that's how you create Those long term relationships With people Weird Right Yeah it's awesome. Very weird Yeah cause I'm always Gonna remember that now Always Always Yeah for sure He created a lifelong fan Out of that one No man That's how you gotta do it So um I was gonna ask you So you're doing a lot of Big names and stuff right. But like Is there any kind of Vetting process Like how do you know Who you wanna interview Or is it just like Anybody who's like Down for it yeah, so, you know, it, like, I haven't done an interview in a long <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry, man. Oh, yeah, well, I hear a big difference. Yeah. Like, I haven't done a big interview in a long time just because of other things I've occupied myself with. Mm -hmm. I'm just really reassessing what I want to do. Like, mm -hmm. before the interview thing was, was a platform to get me into different markets, but yeah. I realized that we live in a day and age where I said the interview game is not what it once was. Like, you can get so much more popping now, like, going on the vlogs or just doing your own YouTube things. Yeah. I remember when I started doing interviews in 2012, people were like, hey, man, like, who's shooting your stuff? Like, it's so cool. How do you do it? Ray Tay Tay. And now, mm -hmm. all those people that used to ask me that, like, got their own YouTube channel, they've blown right by me now. True. Just because they're consistent, they found their niche market. So now it's like everything is fair game. Yeah. Like, five, six years ago, like, it wasn't fair game. Like, if you had a cameraman, if you had a people behind you to work, you can really make things work. I remember that. Now it's like everything is fair game. Literally, like, look at you, man. Like, five, yeah. six years ago, like, you probably wouldn't have had, like, to buy this stuff, to, to edit, like, you know. But so, now we yeah. live in a world where you just got to do it. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, the process behind the interviews is like, yeah, I just would hit people up. And I told you, man, <laughs> I would just get to interviews whatever way I could. Sometimes it wouldn't be the most, like, straight on way, and I would yeah. finesse if I had to. Yeah, even with Charlemagne, it seemed like you had to, like, you were kind of, like, just, like, you had to wait and just, like, wait yeah, to but see how it turned out, you know? Well, yeah, that's just 100, like, that's all, like, as I said, if you're not a huge outlet, mm -hmm. if you're not, like, a vice or, like, you know, if it's not, like, okay, we're meeting at this time at 3.30, like, where people are being paid or... Yeah. Most of the time, it's, like, the people you're interviewing, like, if they know you're a smaller outlet, they just don't really care. Yeah. So, like, they'll make you wait. And I don't blame them for that, you know? Like, I can guarantee they're not going to be late to, you know, like a breakfast club, a breakfast club or like, you know, like, Ellen, like, yeah, yeah they're, they're going to be there an hour early. Yeah, or on exactly. Kimmel, like they're not playing. So that's true. It's just a game, you know, like what can you do? True. True. So um, when it comes to uh, 
doing the actual interviews? How do you prep? Like, how much prep goes into your interviews? Yeah, like, good question, man. So, um, you're good, man. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah, so I'll, I'll never forget another story. So I used to do interviews like the generic. Yeah, sorry. Don't worry. I used to do interviews the generic way. Yeah. Like before it would be like, I'll just ask you about the album, like the way we were born and shit. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget this interview, Pooch Hall one time. Okay. You know, Pooch Hall from. I, I know that name, actually. From, uh, the game Derwin Davis oh yeah true so I interviewed him and he's like yo man like something along the lines of like yo that was not a good interview like you speak over me and he's like you don't do research I was like I was young too like 17 I'm like what Damn. he's like yeah I was like what do you mean he's like yo go read my tweets man like go on my Instagram like be creative and I, and I took it like this guy's a dickhead and I remember mm-hmm. I gave him like a demo reel after I'm like hey I know you're in the in the space at like Viacom and BT could you pass on he's like Yo, there's nothing I'm gonna do with this. Like, you just gotta go get better. And at the time, I was young and I took it really personal. I felt yeah, the way about it. Yeah, for sure. But now looking back at it, like, sometimes that tough love, like, yeah. shit, like, it's important. You that's know, that's like the best advice ever. Man. And literally after that, like, I that's what I did. Like, my my whole mm-hmm. niche thing was I had a thing called Insta Blast where I go on Instagram and find photos of people, mm-hmm. and then I'll go on Twitter and I like backlog your Twitter timeline. So I would, like, Twitter advanced search and go back to 2011, and then ask people thing like. I remember one time I asked, wow. I remember asking like I interviewed Karuchi. I said, "Hey Karuchi, is it true your first tweet was Sue Whoop?" And she was like, "Yeah, I don't even know." And then I remember asked her, I'm like, true. "I'm like, hey, is it true that you said, like, I don't eat the box or something?" She like, like, and they, it gets really good. They're like, "Yo, this is wow. dope." So after true. after doing those two things, mm-hmm. I felt like every interview I did, it was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Like. Still, the artists wouldn't post interviews on their pages because obviously the, the traction would have got to them. Mm-hmm. But I can hundred percent say after that interview, like everybody interviewed had a blast. Like, do the interview with me? Wow! Like a lot of the Afro big African artists that I interviewed to this day, they love it. Like they hit me up and like the interviews are amazing. So yeah, that was the best advice I got for sure. Wow! So he just like he just really came at you. Yeah, he's just like he just basically said it was shit almost. You know? Was yeah, like, yeah, And yeah. I was hurt because young, but yo, look what it made. So. Yeah, shout wow. out Derwin Davis. I don't know what he's doing nowadays. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, but at least at least that helped. Mm-hmm. So just and then that made you that made you set yourself apart basically because that like go find the first tweet. That's like amazing. Yeah, that's, like, but, and that's but then I think where it hurt me as well was controversy sells nowadays. So like the interviews were like I was the guy who would never ask like, hey, I heard you cheated on your wife. Like yeah. if I knew Tristan Thompson was coming on my show, I'd be like. Yeah, you cheat on Chloe. Like, I wouldn't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what affected me too, because I wasn't getting clickbait. Okay. Like, my interviews were like very Nardwar-ish. but Nardwar had a fan base, so it's mm-hmm. fine. People like, look to Nardwar for that. Yeah. But if I don't have a fan base, like nobody's gonna come to my channel unless I would. Mm-hmm. And I would never ask controversy. Sorry, sorry man. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> I I would never ask controversial stuff because that just I didn't care for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that might have affected why I didn't get to the stratosphere I wanted to get to. It's never too late, but yeah, just right now, especially. Huh. That's that's really good that you say that because I was actually thinking the same thing of like not going down those paths. Well, and like so that's it. what I'm saying though. Like it depends what you're doing this for. Yeah. Obviously, you're doing this to make money. Like everybody says, I do it for the passion, I do it for the art, but that only goes so far. You're trying to get on. In the first year or two, that's what I was doing it for. Like I didn't even care about money. Like, mm-hmm. but obviously, like, I'm 24 now. Like I started when I was 18 when I was young. I just wanted to be in the circle. I want to like just be around like celebrities and stuff. But the older you get, like. You're thinking about like long term future, like how am I gonna live now? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just can't do this forever, you know what I mean? Yeah, especially yeah. not being paid. You gotta pay the rent, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So for me, it was like, yo, just 
fuck it. Yeah, yeah, true. Not that I'm done with it, but yeah, for now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think you should be done with it because, like, I don't know. You have, like, a skill to it. Or maybe you can just teach all of it to me. <laughs> you can, you can, yeah, be, you can you, be behind the camera. Yeah, just cut me the check. You could have it all, right? man. Yeah. <laughs> you could have it. Just get me paid, man. Man. So, like, I saw that you uh, – didn't you interview um, Russell Westbrook? <laughs> what? No, I never interviewed Westbrook. No? Westbrook. Oh, I, I thought I saw that on your on your Instagram. What? Let me check. Hold on. <laughs> well, you don't have to. <laughs> no, 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 no. This guy said Westbrook. You funny, yo. I could have sworn I seen a dude with tight pants, and like a cut up shirt. What the hell? Westbrook was the first thing that came to mind. Doctor J. No. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? This guy said Westbrook. No, maybe I miss saw it. Ty Dolla Sign, Bow Wow, Who Don Benjamin, ASAP Ferg. I love McConan, Dej Loaf. Hold on. Can I just stop everything? How was it interviewing Bow Wow? Because I've been seeing <laughs> Bow Wow. This is pre-Bow Wow Challenge. Hey, do I have the audio? Right? Here, here. This is pre-Bow Wow Challenge. Oh, I have a, I have a good Bow Wow story, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, have a good, I have a story for every celebrity. So this is the first time. I can't believe I didn't tell you this one. Yeah, I've never told none of these stories before. This is hilarious. Really? Yeah, this is really good for you, man. Because now I can't tell them again. Well, the ones the ones that you don't tell, we we should work together and making something so you can actually package it up and put it on YouTube. You should. It's a good idea. So don't tell anymore. Well, like, <laughs> give me this one. <laughs> give huh? me this one and keep the rest, because I know you got like a hundred. Yeah, I could like sell these stories. To, like, you know, if I did, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, I think your memory card died. Oh no no no! It's just it's just flashing because it's just letting me know what's going on right uh, now. We've already been recording for seventeen minutes. No no no! Like it it got to like thirty and then I like reset it. Dope. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one more story. I, have, I could have a story for everybody. So Bow Wow first time doing an interview. Okay. I remember I dressed up like in a like a suit almost. I was so excited. My cousin I remember just worked a night shift. She took me to the airport. Looking back and it was so stupid. How was I going to interview him at the airport? But that's what the <laughs> promoter told me. So I got there. I'm so excited. Like I, I was waiting there for two hours for Bow Wow. He comes off the plane, and uh, he's seen a camera, and he just like he sent a security guard after. He's like, "Yo, turn that camera down." He put his hoodie on, and he just hopped into like an SUV and cut. And I was like, "Wow, I waited here for three hours. Like, what the fuck? You know? Like, that's wow." Like, but looking back in it now, was the promoter like? Yeah, the promoter like the he pro- probably yeah he probably was never gonna do it, but the promoter just tried to finesse me. Because at the time I was doing something with Rogers, so he probably wanted the coverage. So whatever. So we get to the venue. I'm still trying all night. I'm still trying. And uh, yeah, Bow doesn't do it. Like he doesn't do nothing. And that was like my first time like ever thinking I was going to interview somebody big. I was in high school. I was so excited. Wow. And then after that, I interviewed Jeezy like maybe a month later. But um, yeah, I was so disappointed. So then fast forward two years later, I interviewed Bow Wow. And, I, and I, if you watch the interview, you can go find it on YouTube. I said, hey, Bow. It's funny, the first time I met you, I was supposed to interview, it, it never happened. You know, you sort of dissed, whatever. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, well, we made it happen now. <laughs> and, I, and I asked him everything. And, um, yeah, Bow is Bow, man. Like, he's not, like, the most approachable guy, I think, if you're, like, not a celebrity. like. True. But then again, we're all human. I don't know what he goes to, but, like. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I tried to interview him again after. I never have. We never, I don't know him, like, you know. But yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't think he's not like he just I don't know I don't know what type of person he is like from the outside looking and we obviously think of him as like this guy that just does stupid things, <laughs> but he's not like the most friendliest guy like you know, mm-hmm. in, in comparison to other people I've spoke to like okay he just I got developed business was business and like he kept it moving so 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's he's like Michael Jackson, man. He's been like at it since he's like six, right? So yeah, so I don't know. It's a different mentality, I guess. So when you're interviewing somebody, you say like um, you never do the whole reading off a phone thing. Nah, never. So no, then that's, that's corny. Yeah, very very corny. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. I'm never gonna use the phone. No. I was I was gonna do it. Thank you for talking me don't, out of it. Don't ever do that, man. You're just like <laughs> cheating yourself. True. You know. So like, how how do you go about memorizing the questions? Like, because obviously well, that's where that's where the research comes in handy. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, yo, you gotta memorize that shit. Because okay. if you don't, like, just looks like just think about like. All right, hold on. Hey, Colin, how are you? You good? <laughs> so, okay. Colin, man, I I see you have a new album that dropped called. Tenacious And one of the songs You said was Blah 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 You know Yeah that's Yeah It's completely disconnected Right Right yeah You know what I mean So how's that gonna work True That's crazy Yeah yeah So So you just memorize The stuff eh Like How do you go about it Like you just How do you memorize things Like how do you do that Well that's that's Everybody's brain's different Like For me for example Like I could never memorize Stuff in school Like I sucked at school Like Mm -hmm. I mean, I was good in, like, the arts, but never, like, not even that good. But I was never good in science or math. Like, I could read a science book. I'll never remember nothing. And I used to think I had a memory problem. I used to be like, shit, man, like, why can't I remember things? I was so frustrated. And then, um, yeah, when it came to interviews and that stuff, I always remembered it. Or I just had, like, a really good long-term memory of, like, childhood experiences or friendships. Like, I can remember little things like that. Okay. So I just realized, yeah, I wasn't good at memorizing a science book or math formulas. But I could remember, like, things I liked. And I guess interview stuff, I liked it so I could memorize it. Okay. Yeah, okay, so basically just be passionate. Yeah. And that'll help your memory. Yeah, exactly. True. So when it comes to interviewing, you say it's changed a lot and, like, you're making it stepping back and everything. So what do you think that an interviewer can do now to set themselves apart? Hey, man, controversy sells, man. I think we live in a day and age where it depends what you're doing it for. If you're doing this for money, like, you just can't do interviews, like, Tell me about the album. Like, it, it's just not going to pick up traction. Or it's like, you got to do something different. Like, maybe if it's like, you know, I did a podcast where we partnered up a couple. Of, like, we had Jagermeister product sponsor. We had Molson Coors product sponsor. Mm-hmm. Maybe you make it a drinking show or, like, have a concept. Like, James Corden does the carpool karaoke thing. Yeah. That, like, you got to do something like that. It's different. Like, mm-hmm. if it's like Hot Wings, you know? Hot By the way, Hot Wings stole one of my ideas. I used to do the whole picture blasting with the photos. Uh yeah, what do they call it? Explain. They call it explain yeah, that. I, gram? I don't know, man. I don't know if they did, that was originally got it for me, but yeah, I don't know about that. Well, I have my uh, you know. If you did it first, I mean, you can sue them, yeah. Because they were very low at one point, so like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if they got it for me, you know, but they probably they, they did. I had some interviews that were up there in the thousands of views, so it's possible. It's very possible, especially if you're interviewing the same kind of people that they do. Yeah, or else maybe it's just a common mistake. But yeah, anyway, it's complex. You owe me some money. Yeah, cut the check. <laughs> yeah, you owe me some money. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you, it's either you're doing controversy stuff like academics, like mm-hmm. nonsense, or you're making something creative. But if you're gonna interview somebody about their album and ask them about their music, yeah, don't even bother. Yeah, eh? and like look at all interviews now. Like, when people go to Breakfast Club, like half, like not half the time, hundred percent, everybody's there to promote something. Everybody. But when do you ever like, Sometimes I go in there thinking, Oh what did they, they even tell me here Like I, f- I didn't even know They were promoting something Yeah it's true Like at the end of the day, Oh by the way Go catch the show tonight It's like Bro I had no idea About your show tonight <laughs> Like I didn't even know You were here for that Like at all Yeah 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 It's hard It's hard Sorry okay. man I Don't keep worry. messing this up Don't worry yeah. So controversy eh? That's pretty true Because anytime 
I see an interview, what they usually do is more so than asking them about themselves. You're a little cut off in the camera. Shouldn't you lower a little bit? Lower? Yeah. Yeah, see, oh, yeah, you were like cut off the whole time. Shit. But I always, I always try to make like you the focal point when no, I do cool. it. Yeah, I mean. But what do you think that like I should be like in it more? Well, like, you're right. A lot of times mistakes I made were people like, because I would always have, make tight, like do the, the double tight shot. Yeah. And the like the main focus obviously is the person that's being interviewed, yeah, not yeah, the interviewer. Yeah. But if you want to be on camera all the time, you have to be a personality as well. True. So before it was just a lot of. But then Back I started getting funny. I started like being energetic. Yeah, yeah. Because or else, like, if you're just gonna do, it, like that. Yeah, I keep messing this up. Don't worry. Yeah. If you're just gonna keep doing like, you know, like yeah, this, yeah, like yeah. it's just boring. So yeah, just gotta be energetic or okay. do something funky. True. Yeah. True. All right. So what else? Do you forget your questions? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't have them written. Right. It's okay. Oh. Check your phone, man. True. You can chop it up anyways and cut it, right? That's true. It's not live, so you can just look and then ask. So then, um, the one thing that was it, uh, the equipment. Right. What equipment is essential to you when you're doing these run and gun type interviews? Because you're just at places waiting for hours. You don't have time to have all this. Nothing, stuff Nothing, man. Have. Nowadays, you don't need nothing. Just get an iPhone, like get a GoPro, like it's not like before. Like the old traditional way of doing things is yeah. gone. You can do anything anytime now. There's nothing stopping you, man. If you have an iPhone. I don't care what you got to do. Like, if you got to flip it like this to get the interview done, mm -hmm. you do it, man. So, equipment-wise, yeah, get if you can get a camera, if you can get a tripod, if you can get a mic, by all means, you got to do that. Yeah. But if you can't, just, yo, hustle, like, figure it out. Like, mm -hmm. the days of coming in and, you know, you have all your stuff here, like, it's just not realistic if you're trying to do a quick gun, if you're trying to get somebody quick, you yeah. don't have time to set up. Yeah, exactly. Because they're telling you only have five, ten minutes. So, this takes five, ten minutes to set up. True. So, you just have to... How am I going to do this quickly? Like, if I can't get this in, how am I still going to get it done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got to adapt on the fly. Yeah. That my interviews were very simplistic. It was camera, tripod, and then I would have one mic that connected to my camera, and then it would just be one of these. Ah, yeah. okay. So your your mic was... So what, you had, like, a Tascam kind of thing? Hmm? Uh, like I had a, a wireless mic. Oh, oh, okay. And I just plugged into the camera. Oh, directly into the camera? Yeah. Okay. And then I would just interview like this. Really? Yeah. And that audio was still... Yeah, your audio is good. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Because I've, I've seen a lot of your stuff. Yeah, I never had a problem with audio. I just had a problem with, like, getting the right concept video-wise. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, audio, like, yo, I was laughing. Like, Two more generics before we get to some really good stuff. What's wrong with Tyrese? He's full of shit. Constipator, right? He's a full of shit individual. That's all. Uh, you know, narcissistic, egotistical. You know, wants attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people, some people can be their own downfall. Like, I read Tyrese's first book, and... Yeah, I See, I was disappointed with this interview because I thought I could have got picked up by like somebody. No, just never did, you know. I was, yeah, it's, man, it's disappointing. It's but. hard. You got to keep doing it, right? I guess. That's yeah, the there's thing. some interviews that I was hoping they'd get picked up, but nature of the beast, you know. Just yeah. gotta figure it out. So then, what do you? How do you deal with that? Like, anytime you think you're gonna get picked up, and and all of a sudden it doesn't happen. Like, how do you keep going when it comes to something like that? Yeah, that's the thing. The I, and I think like I. I was affected by that where like I stopped for a little bit now because I didn't get the traction I wanted. Yeah. But a lot of it's my fault. Like, you know, like I wasn't investing into it. Like, I didn't have my own equipment. Like I have a, like a T4, T3i, like a T4i. Okay. I wasn't paying cameraman. I'd always like try to get people to do shit for free. So whenever you don't, whenever you're getting something done for free, like life notice, like it's never going to be good. When you're not paying somebody, they're not going to give you full effort. Maybe the first two types are going to want to help you. But long term, free stuff doesn't work. It's like, 
You know, when people do a music video and they get girls to be in the video for free. Yeah. When you pay those girls, they're going to work hard. They're going to whine. <laughs> they're going to actually do the things they got to do. <laughs> but when it's free, it's nobody's doing shit. That's just like people don't care to do free work. So it's the same thing. Like if I'm not paying, like, if I'm just trying to get a free cameraman, I don't know his work, his credibility. He comes, he shoots for me. Like if it's shit, what am I going to do? Like I, I didn't pay you. Right? Sure. So that's the hard part. When, and I was trying to always do freebies. So I was getting a bunch of different cameramen. Like, mm. yeah, I should have just paid you a hundred bucks and make it happen. But True. That's cool. What can I do? <laughs> that's good that you know, like, what the actual setbacks were. Right. So then you, you think, like, more so having a team, like, investing into a team would be better when you're trying to do, like, interviews like this and get noticed? Well, I think the good thing with you is, like, you're a one-man wrecking crew. Like, you can do this all yourself. Like, as you said, yeah. you just got to make sure that thing, thing is all right. Exactly. You just gotta make sure that things are right. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think you're in good shape. <laughs> I hope so. I'm trying. This is the first time I've tried this whole thing. I actually tried it because of you, because I was like, man. I'm That's like, what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, it works for him, so I'm like, I might as well try it. Yeah. I just thought people might not like holding the microphone. Like, how do you feel about holding? It's yeah, a little my, awkward, my, my, right? To be honest, my hand's killing me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's some, there's some really good sound bites in here that I think you can use. Yeah. And like you're strategizing it. So instead of putting out this whole interview, like there's obviously going to be the low parts where, you know, we're just talking regular life. We can get technically boring shit. Mm-hmm. But you can definitely like find things in here, like uh, emphasize a lot of the celebrity stuff. Like not yeah, even what course. I, but just the story portion, like you can really find a lot of gems in this. Mm-hmm. And then you have to edit it in a way where like it's quick, concise, gets to the point, bam, interesting. So that's the day and age we live in at the lower level. Top level, throw a two-hour interview. Yeah, see, that's exactly what I was just thinking in my head, the whole two-hour interview thing. But you're thinking... At the higher level, yeah, because like people are going to be engaged no matter what. Mm-hmm. But at the lower level, like you have like literally 20 seconds to get somebody, if yeah. at most. So like you want to start the interview off straight up like, man, Snoop Dogg dissed me. Like, oh, shit. What, what, how, how does this guy even... Like, what do you mean Snoop Dogg? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. have to... Hit it right away, yeah, and yeah. just like the first two three minutes, you gotta keep it engaged. Yeah, and yeah. then you could afford to lay off a little bit, but mm. you gotta hit it with a bang right away, just to in case people. Else, you're gonna have like a high bounce rate, and you don't want that. Mm. Yeah. That's true. There, your card is back. Hold on. Ooh. Yeah, it's not the actual. It just stops it. But see, I gotta find a camera that doesn't stop every thirty minutes. That's the big thing for me. Oh, sorry, my boy. T- actually. My caught my boy, my my partner, mm-hmm. told me there's gonna be a session in this studio at four o'clock. What time is it now? Three fifty. Oh, three fifty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can I just ask one more question? Oh, um, keep going. Like, oh yeah. Cool, cool, like, cool. Do you have a lot of questions left? No, no. I mean, we can stop at any time. Like, no, keep I w- going. I want you to get everything. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask, how do you how do you deal with cancellations? Like, I've been having a lot of like last minute. Right. While yeah. I'm on the way to somewhere, like cancellations. Like. Right. And, and as I told you, I went through a lot of those, man. Like yeah. showing up, people canceling. It, it hurts, man. Like I was doing a podcast. I had this one guy here. Mm-hmm. And the funny part about it was he was at the club the previous night with a friend of mine. Okay. And she's like, yeah, he was smashed. I don't think he's going to come. Oh, so man. I don't need to name the guys unnecessary. But, you know, Def Jam. Okay. They set up the interview. They were bringing him here. He, I knew. I had a feeling. So I hit him up. I'm like, yeah, are you still good to go? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm on my way. He never came and he never answered back and I thought it to be very disrespectful. He came at eleven in the morning. Wow. And I had two cameramen that were working for free. He came from Mississauga, they came here in the morning. Wow. That's just the nature of the business. Like there's nothing you can't prevent these things. It's just humans go through things. And what are you gonna do to be honest? Like you can't like you can't avoid it. You just gotta Yeah, there's nothing you can do. It just happens life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a hard one. It's hard for me to deal with that. 
I just got one more actually. No problem, man. Okay, so what what can I do to make people even want to sit down? Like how do you how do you get them to even want to do an interview right, with you? Cool. So there's a couple of things, man. The first thing is get popping. Okay. So find your niche. Like how do academics get popping? You would do these recap videos of guys getting in trouble. Once you build traction, anybody will talk to you. Like I see you follow Six Buzz. I see you comment on yeah, their yeah, stuff. Of course. They've built traction now. Drake's in Six Buzz, Press them. Everybody's in Six Buzz now. Crazy. You gotta build traction. If you're just gonna be as I tell you, that's how the the world we live in. When you're a nobody, nobody cares. But the moment you got money, the moment you're popping, everybody cares. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be hard for you to get interviews now, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like just by going around, hey, I got a vlog, I'm doing interviews, like this is my concept. All right, cool. Like nobody cares. Yeah. I'm being realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like honestly, if I didn't meet you that day, right? Mm-hmm. Nice kid. Like if somebody just hit me up randomly on Instagram and said, Hey man, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm just lazy, I don't really care. Yeah. But I, I think one thing that really like I liked about you was it reminded me of me five years ago where like True. that hustle, that dedication, that you just want to make it. Yeah. Like I'm not saying I'm not motivated, I'm motivated to do other things and I have other interesting with my life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right? But yeah, that's a like, I w- it's like the Charlotte thing had a soft spot for me. Yeah. I felt the same way for you where it's like, yo, I, I I like what this kid I'm not kidding older, Probably older than me yeah. I like what this guy's doing And like Yeah man Like I never Like that's one thing about me I never hate on someone to grind I really If you put in the work I feel like you, d- you deserve to get Whatever you want So True. I think You're in good shape If you just keep it up And be positive But you just gotta find your niche Yeah Like maybe if it's like You come to an interview Like alright we're gonna eat Kit Kat We're gonna eat Smarties Like just something different Like yeah, yeah, yeah. find your own niche Like my niche was The throwback Twitter stuff Right Yeah just find something that, like, maybe you come here, like, I used to do a drinking show, like. A drinking show? Where we would get, like, drunk off Jaggermeister or something. <laughs> right? I was thinking of doing a show where uh, I get people high on magic mushrooms. Well, dude, I do that. <laughs> no, I'll be honest. And you could probably <laughs> get a. Do that. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke anything. But you could probably uh, get a lot of people. You know what's funny? You can probably get people at the lower, not lower level, but just not celebrities. They yeah. would do it. 100% that would probably go viral because mm-hmm. a regular person is getting high saying crazy shit yeah. get on world star and then traction builds like that's how it starts then you probably get celebrities to do it but I, hey I th- honestly I think, gotta, I think you no I'm good no 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 I'm saying I think you just found your thing yeah do that think so no no I think that's what it is you found it now <laughs> you just found your thing no no I'm being serious do no it. yeah I feel the you the next interview you interview that person you do it I think you found your thing <laughs> now weed's gonna be legal like go do what you gotta do man <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's amazing, man. I think you no. I really think you just found your thing, hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm not serious. I uh, know. I'm, I'm being serious too. That's why I have all the mushrooms tattooed on me. Yo, like, go for I'm, it, man. That's your next interview idea, <laughs> and that's gonna go viral. I promise you. Yo, I'm gonna ask the dude if he'll do it because I already have my next interview set up for tomorrow. Damn, you got an idea right there. So you guys will both be high. <laughs> he's another interviewer too. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's really into interviewing. I was really glad to get Is you he guys. Good or? He's 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 different. He has his. Uh, you were saying set yourself apart. Yeah, he does. Thing. He does Polaroid f- pictures. Oh wow! So he's an he's an instant photographer. That's gotcha. what he calls himself. And he doesn't do any kind of lighting or prepping. It's all like raw photos. Right, right. And then he interviews them. I guess as he's doing stuff like right. that. So Dope. that's that's his thing. So see how that works out. But um, I guess the last question. 
hate having to look at my phone now, man. No, don't worry, man. It's, you can cut it out. It's so good that you, you gave me that type of feedback because, right. like, other people were telling me, like, you should be doing that. Like, that's how you should be going into these interviews. Find your niche, or No, no, the with stuff? the phone stuff. No, who the hell told you that? A bunch of people. A bunch of people who don't do this, obviously. Yeah, never do that. Never. It's just not natural. Like, just think about it. We just had a natural conversation for, like, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it was so natural. Like, I gave you answers. But you thought you even asking them. Like, you asked me something and I, and I elaborated on it. Yeah, exactly. Now, if you just had your phone reading off, it would be so boring. This was like a natural conversation, like how me and you would just talk when I first met you. Exactly. You got to make it a conversation. Okay, true. So well, never use your phone. Well, I won't. I won't. I'm yeah. definitely... Yeah. That was the last time I'm... Last time he's using his phone. Ever. <laughs> no, I don't ever do that shit again. Um, <laughs> so the last thing I would ask you, um, who... Well, I guess you're laying back from the interviews now, but like, let's say you could interview anybody. Who would that actually be? Probably Donald Trump. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That'd yeah. be a good interview. Yeah. That'd be a really good interview. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I'm just joking, man. No, no? I interview Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? I don't know. <laughs> nah, I mean, I, nah, there's no point. Um. My favorite artist is probably Chris Brown. I, I wa- I've wanted to interview him for quite some time. Unfortunately, we weren't able to make it happen on a couple of occasions, but that'd probably be a good interview because I know a lot of his music, like a lot okay. of his, like not even his album, like like all of his music. So you actually like like his music? Yeah, yeah. So I feel that I could really, like, there's a lot of like references I, want, I would want to make to songs, which I can really like dissect his head on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, that would be an interview I probably really want to do for sure. True. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, speculation on him and everything, but like he's and then probably like Kim Jong Young too, the North Korean leader. Like he'd be a really cool interview. Are you playing around again? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not a chance, man. No. Eh? Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess maybe like Putin, like Putin. Yeah. Putin would be a good one. Yeah. It'd be a scary one though. I'm just play. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like all these like quote unquote dictators. Yeah, right. I'm just playing no, no. <laughs> Yeah, Chris Brown, Drake, like yeah. Yeah, he's really into artistry, so he'd probably love that. Who? Putin? No, Chris Brown. <laughs> oh, Chris Brown. He loves like well, he paints. Yeah, no, music, he's dope. he dances. He's dope. Yeah, I, so that's why I used to do content for his website. Oh really? Yeah, he had a site called Mechanical Dummy, and he put out a tweet one day. I'm looking for interns for my blog, and I got an internship at his blog. I was there for like three years. Wow. So I started doing internship, then I started doing content like videos, and then it was funny. So the guy who got me into his blog ended up leaving. Okay. And then Chris Brown's like guy who's still on roller names, name's Jake. He does like all his photos. Yeah. Uh, like he took over the site, and I asked him like, "Can I still stay on board?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And then like a week later, like he just like logged out my he like canceled my like login information. Oh wow. <laughs> and I couldn't get into the site no more. And then ended up finding it was like just him and this one girl doing everything now. The site's like dead. It's not what it once was. Yeah, correct. And I tried to hit him up. I'm like, yo, why did you do that? Like, I wanted to still contribute. He never, ever responded to me. That's so weird. Yeah, just the business, man. I don't know what goes through people's minds. He's a very busy guy, but <laughs> that was pretty corny. But yeah. I don't even know if he remember, recalls doing it, but industry is cool. It is what it is. Yeah, know, yeah. Best of luck to them. And I guess find my own niche. That's how it is out here doing yeah. this stuff. And that's, how, and that's another thing. The way people get popping is they talk shit or they're negative or like they say crazy stuff. Yeah, but you just gotta stick true to yourself. If that's not you, like, don't do that. You know. Yeah, that's that's how I've always felt. Cause like I can do that. Right. I know I can. You can like, or you can get poppy. You can just like go on your video, like, yo, f Drake, or yeah, he's a loser. Like he's not really from the six, right? Tay Tay, but that's stupid. Like that's like if you if you're gonna start doing that to build traction, I think that's very stupid. Like Just stick to your own element. People like like you for who you are. You don't need to act like an idiot. You know. It's very true. 
all right man thanks for all this advice i guess uh, i, I guess we're worked, good man, man. like uh yeah we're good i to hope wrap it, i hope it worked man and uh yeah man you have a really like dope future ahead of you and just keep doing it man you know yeah, keep doing it it's all you can do all yeah. right guys this is the process and uh this was the vlog format again i hope you guys like it hope it uh was pretty good right. this is dems carter instagram is <laughs> dems with I'm a z underscore carter carter right c-a-r-t-e-r right and this is colonography a very cool guy <laughs> and uh yeah man uh best of luck and uh hopefully we can get you more interviews and try to help out so thank you man cool all right cool all right, man. peace later guys yeah there's a bunch of interviews that could help you Yo, I absolutely love watching these old interviews back. Man, Dems Carter, man, he, uh, I forgot all the advice he gave me, all the advice that I got out of him about not using the phone, about finding your niche. And I forgot that I told him that I would start microdosing psilocybin with people <laughs> and then doing the interview. Man. And he was really serious. He was like, man, I think you really found something there. He's like, you should do that. And then I interviewed Alex, which I don't know why I made uh, Tatted Monkey number five and made him number seven. I don't know why that happened, but <laughs> but me and, me and Tatted Monkey did do that. We microdosed, so I don't know. Maybe I will do that. Maybe I'll make that a show where we microdose and then we talk because then the conversations will get really deep and really emotional. You know what? I'm going to bring that back to the drawing board. I'm going to, I'm going to look at that concept again, see if that can work. Um, man, I really feel great about that interview. He, uh, he even said, I have a great future ahead of me. Look at me. Look at, look at that. <laughs> and he called me a kid. <laughs> I'm seven years older than he is, <laughs> which is a compliment, man. He was like, you remind me of me five years ago. I was like, wow, this guy's, Reference me to be like an 18 year old or something. I was like, or a 19 year old. Compliment taken. When you're in your 30s, people suggest that you look like you're 19. Uh, it's all good. You you uh you you congratulate yourself when you thank that person. But uh yeah, man, man, I forgot about that interview. He did a lot of great things. I Dems Carter is somebody who I really hope didn't give up on interviewing people because he had this crazy tenacity like he's really relaxed in the interview but when he had to go and get that Charlemagne interview he had like some real tenacity he was really on point he he got through Charlemagne's manager or publicist really easy got the interview executed it like no other and like he said he just like set up it was this camera mic interview he was done within 10 minutes and then he had it. And, uh, you know, those aren't the type of interviews that I do. I like to do long form stuff, but like he was really good at what he did. And, uh, yeah, Dems, man, if you hear this, please don't stop interviewing people, man. Like, uh, you got a real gift. I think what, this was like a year ago. So you're what, 25 now turning 26, man, you have no idea. You have all the time in the world. I was, uh, I was addicted to drugs at 26, viciously and i couldn't get out of the the cycle of of smoking weed 20 times a day and i had horrible depression and i was sad and i just gotten out of a relationship where this chick cheated on me and and now i'm doing this so like man you have all the time in the world and and to anybody else 
man, if you're like 25, 26, if you're 30, you got time, man. Just dedicate. Dedicate to whatever it is that you want to do. And uh, look past the money, which is really hard to do because like Dem said, everybody wants to get paid. And even I want to get paid from doing this, but you can't make that the focal point. You have to make that you have to make that a wonderful side effect of following your heart. You know? <sighs> well, that was episode number six. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This was and is the process. I'm out. Peace.